But if you treat your business like a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby, which is it takes money out of your pocket, right? But if you treat your business like a business, it will pay you like a business. As we share our knowledge and experience, we help other innovative thinkers unleash their potential. As a result, our personal growth becomes exponential. Exponential. We are building bridges and changing lives by making space for authentic relationships to build trust. This leads to organic collaboration and real synergy. Welcome to the Bridge Builders Podcast, resourcing innovative thinkers with the tools and opportunities to thrive. Opportunities to thrive. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bridge Builder Podcast, where we are building bridges and changing lives. Hi, I'm Peter Hartzler, your host, uh, with Chauncey Horton, who is also your host. We are <laughs> we are mixing it up today, and today's going to be um uh, i i think not a not a reset of the podcast uh we hit a season kind of like high on the podcast where we were sharing lots of bits of you know valuable information and content that we believe will help you to level up help you to achieve you know the things that you're trying to achieve in your business um and today we're going to tell some stories or tell a story about the bridge builder network and really kind of where the Bridge Builder Network idea started, and then some practical real-world successes, and one in particular that we're having with uh, with Chauncey's wife, Kirsty, and her Freedom Fleur brand, which is a clothing uh, brand and a, a lifestyle brand, and it's the, it's the whole thing, and how she has been able to take that brand and incorporate federal contracting of all things, probably something she never thought she'd be doing is like working for the federal government doing municipal uh, laying concrete in North Dakota or something like that. <laughs> but you know, that, that whole project is fun in the dream and, and it's actually happening. Like all the things we've been talking about up to this point, it, it you know, in one sense it's theoretical because we haven't actually done it under the umbrella of bridge builders. Well, now we have, and we're seeing, you know, the potential for millions, multi-millions of dollars of potential contracts and a few that are even on the table right now that are actively being worked. So what we're talking about is this thing works and we have proof of concept and we have the whole system to help you do it. So if you want to level up your game, we have a vehicle through federal contracting and I'm going to let, I'm just going to cut Cha Chauncey loose and let him share the story because he's lit up today about this. I'm lit up about this. I think this is exciting. And um, I hope that, you know, this encourages you. And uh, I'll just put this plug in here. If you hear anything that Chauncey says today and you think, man, I want help. I think if, if he could do that for his, you know, for his wife, help his wife have that success, maybe he could help me. If that's the case, go to bridge-builders.co uh, and you can reach out to us there. Uh, you can sign up to uh, get a copy of Chauncey's book, which is called You Can Do It. And when you get a copy of that book, you can sign up to uh, take the masterclass. This is an online course. It's very easy. Go at your own pace. You get all the information you need on how to get set up as a government contractor, federal contractor. And then if you get stuck anywhere along the way, Chauncey is available to you to help you get unstuck and answer any questions you have, partner with you and help you grow your business. So Chauncey, let's, uh, let's rock and roll, man. Absolutely, man. So we are in straight up story mode today. So once upon a time, a long, long <laughs> no, no, kidding, kidding. But actually, the the origin and the root of bridge builders is rooted in the fact that we had 
a tremendous success during the pandemic, right? Like through federal contracting, I was able to take care of my family. I was able to employ other people. I opened new offices. I scaled. I grew during the pandemic when everybody else was, other industries were declining and people were hurting and starving. We had a vehicle that allowed us to really just scale and grow phenomenally. And with that realization, I said, I have to help other people do this, right? Like the federal government buys everything from everyone. And so if you can get positioned and postured to do it, then you can have that same type of security is the biggest thing, right? We're building bridges and changing lives. Um, So it doesn't matter what your industry is, what your product is, what your niche is, if you can package it. Now, there is undoubtedly a lot of red tape to doing business with the government. And so that was my goal is to cut through all of the technical hurdles that stop people from doing business. So I hooked up with my man, Peter, like, Peter, bro, we I got to scale this. You don't have to multiply it. I want to help a lot of people. Some people are asking, it's just not enough hours in a day to do my business and really resource other people. So uh, we get together, we record the, the courses. He packages it up. You can find those uh, through the Bridge Builder uh, website, or you can go to chaunceyhorton.com and you can sign up and those... Uh, red tape, really what it is, is cutting through the red tape of getting positioned for doing business with the federal government. And we're here to support you in that. So we we made the courses. We, we packaged it up. We got it going. Then I ran into a conflict of interest, right? Because this is my primary business, right? This is the way that I work. This is my full-time job. And so I had some business people. I had some you know advisory type of folks that was like, hey, you know, it's kind of a conflict of interest. Some SBA people, some contracting folks, they were, um, you know, kind of want to slap me on the wrist for saying, bro, what are you doing helping people, right? Like packaging this thing, you are uh, doing well, you're expert in it. Why are you now pulling people into the same market? You know, you do that after you're out of the market and show people how to get into it, but you're actively in it. And so, you know, this kind of a, you know, deal there. You know, so I dotted my eyes, crossed my T's, got the legal counsel and how to position it. But for presentation, I said, hey, you know what? I need to open this thing up to more than just my specific federal contracting industry. Right. It's like, okay, what other networks are out there? What other skills are out there? What other resources exist? Right. Because our big thing, no man is an island entire of itself. Right. You're not going to scale and hit your uh, marks by being secluded, right? And so we want to pay it forward. We have a, and within the network, we have what we call an ecosystem of assets, right? And so everybody has something that you can help someone else learn, achieve, do, grow. So with that, we say, okay, you know what? If um, these business folks, you know, want to kind of slap us on the wrist and put us under the microscope as far as, you know, how to help people, it doesn't stop us from helping people. We just have to get creative on how we help people because we are intentional for it. So we created the the network, right? And so it doesn't matter what your industry is. We have people who are financial advisors. We have people who are, um, what does Darren do? He's he's in yeah, Darren, medical research. Medical research. And yeah. uh, he's also in real estate investing too. So That's exactly he's, right. He's, a, he's an expert with that stuff too. So within our network, we have a plethora of, Industries, you know, that's just naming a few, a lot of marketing, a lot of uh, digital media we have just across the, the board. There's a lot and we're looking for more. Right. So if you have any kind of skill set that you say, I've, I've 
experience the level of success and I want to resource other people. I want to be able to contribute to someone else, you know, cutting through the red tape of what it means to be successful, right? There's a lot of schooling and courses, but our goal is to get you from idea to earning. And that's what I did with federal contracting. It's like, okay, you have an idea, right? How do you fund it? Most of the times it's, you know, you don't get the job because you don't have the experience. Well, how do you get the experience if you don't have the job? Right. Same thing in business, right? Like you don't have the money. Um, so you, you try to get the work, but you need money to get in the game to actually do the work, like to do all the startup things. And so uh, that's really our our positioning with federal contracting is mm-hmm. what's your dream, right? What's your goal? What are you ambitious? What is your purpose, right? Understanding what's your why. And then now using this as a vehicle to then resource and fund your dream, resource and fund your goal. We have people who are um, nurses, <laughs> right? Like legit nurses who are engaged with, with, with us in the federal contract. And we have people who are chefs. I'm mentoring a young lady right now who is you know, in the culinary, right? And she is using federal contracting as a vehicle to now boost her uh, business. Again, my wife, Peter, was talking about that a little bit. Um, her business is Freedom Floor, DBA FF Industries. And she is into sustainable, ethical, e- eco-friendly fashion, right? All things like female empowerment. She has uh, a social club where they are, you know, exchanging resources. They're partnering. They're networking. They're they're doing it, right? And then she has a, a dope line coming out. She's already run a couple of little uh, brands, but she needs funding, right? How does she scale the funding? And so she's now engaged in federal contracting. Uh, we got on this hunt. It's been on the radar for a little bit, but um, wanted to do like a real, real test. Like, hey, you know, if I can take my wife who is in fashion and help her scale her business through federal contracting, then I can help anybody. That's right. right. Yeah. You know, I can help anybody. This is not her lane. This is not you don't have to, you know, go to school over and over again. You don't have to recertify. You don't have to change industries, but you can engage the federal market with the right information. If you have the right information, you can engage the federal market to now fund your thing. And so she recently was awarded a uh, project over half a million dollars, yeah. right? And she'll net uh, a substantial piece of that, yeah. right? She, and then she, now she's employing people, right? She's giving more people opportunities. And she's also now getting the capital to then move it to her product line, right? Within her business, she's DBA. And it's that type of opportunity that exists, right? And she is, she's not a licensed contractor, right? She's, there's just, there's an art and a science to how to navigate, you know, any industry, any arena. And mine just happens to be in the the space of federal contracting, you know, and then um, it's exciting. She's building a team. She's got account department now. She's got staff. She's um, contracting out a lot of positions with project management and things like that. And it's allowing her to really grow and scale her business in a way that it takes capital, it takes overhead, you know, as a small business to, to move it up. But then what it does is allow you and propel you into uh, what your dream, what your purpose, what your your why, your mission, you know, it really is. Let me ask you a question. Do you, how, how do you think she would, do you think she would, A, been able to do this without your help? And B, if yes, uh, would it have taken, would she have been able to be as efficient or do it as quickly? Well, as human beings, I'm confident that if it's been done, you can do it, right? Um, 
but it's just a matter of how much time it takes, how much effort it takes uh, if you're doing it by yourself. So absolutely, if you are listening to this podcast, know within yourself that you have the capacity to you know, go and figure it out. You could become the next president if you so choose. You could, you know, build rockets, you know, if you were to put that energy on yourself to become that particular thing. So absolutely, I think that that she could have done it. But, you know, could she have done it as fast, you know, as my 15 plus years in this industry? Could she have uh, navigated the resources, landed the contract, done all the things that would have taken significant amount uh, of time? as opposed to how she did it. Like I said, this thing has been on the radar for us for a while. Like, okay, you know, she's, she could do it, but then now her business got to a point where we couldn't bootstrap it. You know, like the family say, you know, couldn't contribute to it because she's hitting a different level in her business that she needs real capital. So we say, Hey, this is a resource. Let's explore it. So you get to, you get to a point then in your business where you can bootstrap, to a certain point, but you might hit that threshold where you could do it on your own, but but you'll run out of resources. You'll run out of time. You'll run out of energy. You'll run out of motivation. You run out of you know uh, relational equity. Maybe you you know your friends are like, all right, I'm sick of you asking for from for handouts. Like right, <laughs> get to right, right. so so what we're what you're saying is by working with you in developing uh, your federal contracting business you help to cut that time down and not just cut that time down, but actually ensure or, or uh, you're kind of hedging your bet. Like we have a much better chance of being way more successful with this uh, working with someone that's been there. And we actually, we've talked about that in previous episodes of this podcast, talking about uh, mountain guides, you know, going, going like seeking out mountain guides and people that, um, you know, have been where you're trying to go. And, and I've said this many times on the podcast, the best way for you to scale your business is to look around you and find the people that are one or two or 10 or a hundred steps behind you and help them get to where you are right now. Because as you're helping them get to where you are, you're moving on down the line too. And you're, right. all, you're helping, you know, and sometimes I, I've had this happen before where someone I was working with or helping, they, they got it. You know, they just like, they, they figured something out that I missed and they took off like a rocket and, you know, they actually surpassed where I was. And I, that's awesome. Like that's the whole, that's the whole point, but right. Right. uh, Yeah. You, you, you're leveraging experience, you're leveraging knowledge, you're leveraging, you know, um, like, you know, some of the pitfalls, things to avoid, um, things that are time suckers. Yeah. Cause you've been there. You've, you've already paid that price of, you know, that time and, kind of trudging through the mud so that so that everybody else coming behind you doesn't have to do that. You cut the trail. That's absolutely right, man. I mean, we've seen it so many times, right? The the guy has the business or the, the lady has the business. She forms the LLC, right? She gets the business cards. She has the website. She has the social media page. Um, you know, she's got the pitch. She's written the business plan but she doesn't have any money in the bank. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and they have business and they, they, they in position, but the idea hasn't materialized in the earning, right? This, I think what, 600 or 6,000 or 600,000, I don't know, six, but there's so many businesses started every year in the U S hmm. and that same number closes every year. 
right? So people are ambitious. They, they believe in the American dream and they are excited about the opportunity. They see it and they get going and they get started and most don't make it, you know, past year three, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It, it, it's a hobby, right? That pulls away from the family, their resources and their bootstrapping. They're trying to figure ways to fund it, but it, it literally takes real capital investment in order for you to build a business that will take care of your family, a business that you own and works for you instead of you working for it. Right. And so that piece, that is such an important thing to remember too, is we have to remember that we are in business. This is not, this is not a hobby. I mean, it it can be enjoyable like a hobby would be, and we can certainly have a lot of fun with it. We do. I mean, we have a blast creating content for you guys and, and finding out ways that we can be better resource and, and, and resource you and finding new industries and areas where, you know, somebody comes in and says, Hey, I've got this, this is the industry I'm in. It's something that's new for us. That's a lot of fun for us, but it's still a business and it's, it's not a hobby. And so if you think of, if you treat your business like a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby, which is it takes money out of your pocket. Right. But if you treat your business like a business, it will pay you like a business. And how do you treat it like a business? Well, when, when I have like my son, I'll give a great example. We got this RC car, like really expensive RC car for him. And he keeps running into mailboxes and houses and other things and breaking parts. And so I'm going to the hobby shop to pay, you know, an inflated price for little pieces of plastic to throw on this RC car to fix it, which inevitably are going to break the next time he crashes. Right. And, um, but you know, the trade-off is we have a lot of fun when it's fixed and when it's running, you know, it's fun to, fun to drive around, but that thing doesn't pay me money. Now, maybe if he were to enter into some competitions and win some races, maybe you're making a little bit of, you know, you're making up some of your losses, but that's not a business model. That's a, you know, that's a hobby. It takes money out of my pocket. But when I go, you know, when I, to change your thinking to let's, let's open a hobby shop, let's sell those inflated Mm. plastic parts. Let's, then we can have our hobby for fun. In fact, I know a guy that did this. He was really into RC cars, but he wasn't making any, he was losing money. So then he turned around and opened a hobby shop and now he's making money and he he started Mm. this whole thing. So that is, that's an, that's a way you have to think about your business is a, it's a business. And, and if this is a side hustle, if this is something that, you know, you've got your nine to five and then you're showing up, you know, in the evenings after the kids are down for bed or on weekends or whatever, in your spare time working on building your dream, uh, your business, that's great. But eventually there's going to come a point where you're going to start having to infuse your business with the kind of capital and cash and resources to actually treat it like a business and, and that's a big, uh, that's a scary moment. Like that yeah. moment where you go from, you know, I've been, I've been investing sweat equity in this, not a lot of money, but, a, but a lot of time and energy and effort and mental power. Right. Then you take that transition where now I'm going to start di- dipping into my savings to start, you yeah. know, putting my money where my mouth is. Cause I believe enough in it, in it. And I know that this, you know, this $500, this thousand dollars, this $10,000 I'm putting into my business is going to pay me back. You know, otherwise it's a bad investment. So you make, you make that calculated decision, but you know, that is the, that's the scary moment of, am I really confident enough in my dream, my business, my ability? And that's where having mentors and people around you that have been there, done that, that can kind of cushion you a little bit. And so maybe you're not investing directly in, you know, products or stock or website management or whatever. Maybe you're investing in coaching 
or mentoring, but you're investing in people that have been where you want to go and they can not only show you the way, but they can actually walk with you on the path. And to me, that is the fastest way to succeed. It's also the, the more, a more sure way of not losing your, losing your investment. Yeah, absolutely. Because you you don't know what you don't know, right? right? Until you have an issue and you realize, oh, I didn't know that. Right. And so the investment in your business, uh, in a mentor, in a network, in a community of people who are doing it, the time, whatever it is, is worth making your dream become a reality. Right. You want to get that thing from idea to actually earning. You know, we don't work so that we can just say that we're working, mm-hmm. right? We work so that we can have a quality of life for our family. Uh, we can enjoy things. We can save. We can invest. We can, you know, put up for the next generation. You know, there, there's way more intrinsic, direct reasons as to why we work, right? And so those things have to be working for you. But a lot of times as business owners, we get stuck in the spot of this is my idea and we're married to it. Uh, and then it doesn't work for us. All right. And so then that's that's really the whole opportunity here. Uh, proof is in the pudding. My wife's business has done it. All right. She is in a spot now and she's going to be realizing her dreams. Uh, she's building her business. She's growing. And this is a vehicle. One of the vehicles that is is a platform for her. she's also doing some crowdfunding. She's got some investment things going. She's like building it intrinsically. But this right here is now laying the foundation for everything else to, to stand on, to sit on. And to come up from there. And that, that's our heart and goal with this network is to, to build bridges, change lives, to be a resource. Right. We're an ecosystem of assets. And if you have something to contribute to someone else, plug in, like hit us up. Bridge dash builders dot co. Uh, we're here for you. We are a team. No man is an island. We love it. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. I hope that this like kind of lit a fire uh, or at least got you thinking a little bit because that's the best, uh, you know, that's the best environment for great things to happen. Um, What is what is the 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 quote is it's uh, fortune favors the bold, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Fortune favors the bold. You got to go for it. I was watching a a clip last night um, and Warren Buffett was talking about investing and things like that. And he said, um, when you have, he said, there's going to be a point in your life where you have a big opportunity. Something just comes across. You you may happen upon it. It may, it may be obvious. It may be subtle, but you're going to have a moment where you'll know, hopefully your, your position to see it and identify it and know this is a big opportunity. And you want to be in a position where you seize that opportunity. And he said it this way. He said, if you had a punch card, and in your entire life, you've got 20 punches on that punch card. In your entire life, there's only you only have 20 opportunities to make financial decisions, like significant financial decisions, investing, starting a business, whatever that is, buying a house. And if you, uh, and so if you knew that you only had 20 options in your whole life, you're going to be very dedicated and selective about each option because mm-hmm. you don't want to waste it. Your first couple, you may look back on and go, yeah, I kind of wasted those. But every single one moving forward is going to be more and more calculated. We need to think of our businesses that way too. Like our, our, the decision that you're making to invest in yourself and in your business, if this is like your one big break, your one big chance in your life to break free from the rat race and start to do something significant with your life. Punch that card. With your business, punch that card. Then, then this is a, some, a calculated decision that you're making. 
and you can go into it with some confidence and you know that you're surrounded by the people that can help you grow. So I uh, just want to encourage you guys again today, bridge-builders.co, chaunceyhorton.com if you want to check out the course. Um, and I would encourage you to do that. You can get there through the Bridge Builders website as well, but go to chaunceyhorton.com and read a little bit about Chauncey and his life. Talks about his family, his, you know, the contracting stuff, uh, federal contracting, Bridge Builders, all the other stuff that's going on. And uh, again, we're here for you guys. Thank you for joining us on the Bridge Builder podcast. We are building bridges, changing lives. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us as we share our knowledge and experience with you to give you the tools and opportunities to thrive. We are building bridges and changing lives. Connect with us on social at Bridge Builders. That's B-R-I-D-G-E-B-L-D-R-S and www.bridge-builders.co.